1: The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work.
0: I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all My Pillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited Time, you can get my six piece towel sets regularly 109.99 now only 39.99 The lowest price ever with your promo code.
1: Use Kate, K A T E, as the promo code, or go to mypillow.com forward slash Kate and get up to 75% off. These towels are amazing. So are the pillows, so are the sheets, everything else. But oh my gosh, the towels are amazing. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
0: My name is Ron Hurt. I've been a retired uh, engineer now for almost 25 years. I was totally, totally tired. I mean, washed out completely. My upbringing was always on the natural side medication only if necessary. And so it was just a natural inclination to take balance of nature with the balance of nature. I got my even keel back. But the dramatic difference is endurance. The endurance impressed me more than anything. So I would definitely recommend it to anyone. I wouldn't do without it.
1: Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE.
0: Rise and shine, fragile Americans. There's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. So so here's my question. Is there hope or better yet data that getting this third booster shot could actually prevent transmission? so there's actually hope we don't have data yet well first of all it's none of your business but i'm going to tell you i'm not vaccinated and until there's some science by the way i have a master's of science degree from mit i'm not a virologist but i can read data everybody just needs to read and don't put your head in the sand look at the data I'm not going to get the vaccine until there's data that shows that it will improve upon the immunity that's been conferred to me as a result of a natural infection that I have. Oh,
1: yeah. So that was the head of the CDC saying, we have uh, hope, but no data. And then, yeah, she's a tool. And then we've got Thomas Massey, represent, you know, Congressman Massey, going, uh, I'm not vaccinated and you better tell me why I have to have it. I love that. I love it. He's one of the only ones speaking out, which out of all of them, can you imagine only having a handful that speak out for freedom, for actual freedom? It's truly amazing when you think about it, how many are completely silent when it comes to protecting your liberty and they only have one job. That's their only job and they can't do it. Totally amazing to me that there's only a few that understand their job. I welcome you to the Kate Daly Show. I hope you're doing well on a Friday, and this will be such an outstanding show. I sure hope, I sure hope that you are tuned in, park the car, whatever you need to do. We are live, and this is going to be amazing. Um, I have uh, the very, very uh, talented, outspoken uh, expert on... Just about everything from vaccines to anthrax to biological warfare, epidemiologist, you name it, under her belt. And we're very, very fortunate and lucky to have her on the show today. Dr. Meryl Nass, how are you?
2: Hey, I'm great.
1: Excellent. I'm so I'm actually really happy to have you got a million questions and uh, I, we got, we got to get rolling, I guess, because there's, we're going to run out of time faster than we know. And so you have been on a number of shows. I really appreciate you speaking out. You're also an internist and there are so few doctors right now in America. I think uh, Dr. Brian Artis said there's maybe 500 that actually get it and the rest it's, it's it's getting sad out there for the rest of them, but there are, there are good doctors, and I want people to know I believe in good doctors, and I, I believe in doctors like M- Dr. Meryl Nass, because I know that you're out there making a difference and talking about actual health and our actual immune system that everybody forgot about in the last two years. So that is wonderful. I really appreciate I appreciate you ever. Anyone talks about an immune system, you're like, wait, what? We have one. Uh, And so (laughs) I welcome you. And if I I asked you this question on the break, but I would actually like to re-ask this because there's so many answers, I'm sure. But if we were sitting at dinner and you had these aha moments and these things that have hit you along the way, what would you tell me at dinner? If it was just us sitting at dinner quiet conversation, what would you tell me about the things that have just blown your mind in the last two years? Well, Kate, the first thing
2: I'd have to figure out was, um, do you have ears to hear and eyes to see? (laughs) Yes. Um, Because how does one reach a person who is convinced that there, there is a benign, you know, reality, and the public health officials are trying to help us. And right. that COVID is COVID is not is not simple, and it isn't. It's not really benign. It's it can be a very dread disease, but um, unfortunately, so many people, I guess, they don't have the background to even entertain the idea that our governments could be working against us, mm-hmm. that public health could be working against us. So I'd have to kind of assess you first for what What are you able to even hear. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had small children, I would do my darndest to convince you that children are going to be safe. Um, the, the likelihood of a child, especially a 5 to 11-year-old, which is the age group that has the lowest death rate associated with COVID of any age group,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, they're, they're about as likely to die from a lightning strike as they mm-hmm. are from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, you know, much, much more likely to die in a car accident or in a drowning or some, some you know,
1: something Struck like by that. A lightning five and, times.
2: <laughs> or, right. Yeah, falling yeah. out of a tree. Mm-hmm. And... So we don't really need to fear for them so much. Mm-hmm. We, we have to have fear about COVID. Let's have it for the elderly or the people with, so with morbidities. I have a question for you.
1: I have a question for you. So I, my husband's stats were off the charts high in um, his inflammatory markers, so off the chart high that they weren't on the chart. And he was at a 79 oxygen and they said he had COVID pneumonia. And all we did was I made the, I made the doctors treat him with high doses of vitamins and budesonide. And that was it. And he walked out, he was better in 20, about 25 hours, walked out in three days of the ICU. So in, in saying that, is it really that much of a dreaded disease or are we just looking at another strain of virus or cold or pneumonia or, or something like that? And when it's so easily treatable and so easily treatable at home so that you wouldn't even have to go to a hospital if you kind of knew what to do at home with vitamin C and, and, and vitamins, what are your thoughts on that? Well,
2: my first thought is everybody is different. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad your husband got over it quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, The the second and third week of the illness if you get to that point can be very devastating if mm-hmm. you've gotten into this tremendous inflammatory state cytokine storm blood clots forming you know it it can be nasty and it and no matter what you do it can take quite a lot of time to get over it mm-hmm. but uh, Uh, Dr. Merrick at East Virginia Med School, you know, Pierre Corey and others have shown that even in the ICU, Mm -hmm. many patients will survive who were thought, you know, who other who would have died under the care of other doctors. Who don't don't do the protocol, their protocol. Who don't do the protocol. Mm -hmm. They use a lot of vitamin C, Mm -hmm. IV vitamin C, IV thiamine, which is B1 Mm -hmm. and Um, a a form of injectable vitamin d Mm -hmm. um, as well as ivermectin and a number of other prescription drugs that have been found to be so um, yeah there's going to be a few people who die but i have to say you know one of the patients i've treated Mm -hmm. who was overweight in her 60s and an asthmatic went into the hospital for one day um nobody else had to get monoclonal antibodies because i had already treated her with she'd have been taking some vitamins and ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and was still quite ill Mm -hmm. so um she needed more than that but and she had started treatment early Mm -hmm. but she she had a bad strain and she had comorbidities and and but she's you know going to be perfectly fine now okay Um, um no, I, I, I appreciate
1: you answering we're not, that.
2: You know, we're not if we treated it early, mm-hmm. almost nobody Right. Would require hospitalization, and almost no one would die. And we know how to treat it. And the government has been suppressing the treatments.
1: Amen, <laughs> amen to that. <laughs> you know, you are a biological warfare epidemiologist, so when you saw the headlines, I, you probably saw this yesterday. Israel playing war games with a more serious strain that, with their crystal ball, they just know is coming. And I guess whoever's going to do it, uh, that's always the anonymous part. But what were your thought? What are your what are your thoughts when you? See this when you see these headlines. Oh, Up, um, we're going to get the more. It's not that I don't believe we wouldn't. I always think they're whoever they're going to blame it on is going to be the most interesting part. But, but, but when you see these headlines, do we have something uh, next coming on the horizon that'll be ten times worse uh, than what we're seeing right now? Um,
2: <clears throat> the biological warfare has been used and experimented on by many countries mm-hmm. since at world war 1 when um, anthrax and some other agents were used to kill horses and and you know in the artillery i guess uh-huh. it was definitely used by the japanese on china about 10 different agents um, during before world war 2 in the 1930s and during uh was used on korea during the korean war mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, presumably by us, and that has not been proven uh, and it was certainly anthrax was used on Rhodesia by who knows mm-hmm. unclear uh, mm-hmm. during its civil war, which was a a, a race war, mm-hmm. so a small minority of whites were fighting the uh, over ninety percent of the country that was black, and the black areas uh, had an anthrax mm-hmm. epi- epidemic. Um, the white areas did not so anyway it's it's been around and of course with the advances in biotechnology you can create organisms for different niches so mm-hmm. if you want to uh, a bug that will just give people diarrhea or vomiting for a few hours you can do that mm-hmm. if you want to kill people if you want to disable people and these this has been known for you know decades sure well, um, so yes there are many countries that have the capability to produce and we've we have a treaty there's uh something called the biological weapons convention that the united states initiated under nixon and went into force in 1975 but uh, teeth have so there's no enforcement mechanism and there's no inspection mechanism Hmm. so if you can't have Inspections and you can't enforce the treaty. The treaty is worth nothing. And so that's what we're, we're stuck with. Wow. But we do have a treaty. And if the nations of the world got together, if they were working for their people, mm-hmm. um, we could simply add to that treaty the inspection provisions and other things yeah. that would give it the teeth it needed right. to go around. And make sure that no countries are. That's the sad part.
1: I say like, I wish it's that we could say that about. Stuff. I wish we could say that about our own country. But our own country made sure we had the highest death rate with the treatment protocols that Fauci picked for us. And so it's been amazing to watch. And uh, I think a lot of people have lost faith that that we would our country would ever be in our corner. Um, so it's it, as far as in it, doing things in our name for us but I want to ask you when we I I know we have about 30 seconds till we go to break but I want to ask you about smallpox you can you know you have about 20 seconds to talk about that too but when they when the FDA announced uh June 6th they had a treatment for smallpox and I'm thinking no one has smallpox are we about to have smallpox because they did (laughs) it on an emergency order I'm sure you kind of went ah wait a minute here so these are the warning signs I'm sure for you that you kind of that tick in your mind that go wow wait a minute we could get this
2: well, yeah, well, so but what happened after 9/11 was mm-hmm. that there was um a gold rush into remedies for biological warfare so the federal government has spent well over
1: a hundred billion dollars okay we're gonna we're gonna come right back more with dr merrill uh nass when we come back fascinating this is such a great hour just park the car i'm telling you go to KateDalyRadio.com uh for all these podcasts uh replays of the show be right back we're live be right back
0: Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm on need, someone to help me. I'm on need, somebody. Oh, welcome back. I'm on I love this song. It's called SOB, I know, but it's uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweat. I just love the beat. I think it's just so great. I can't play the chorus, uh, of course, on the air, but I, I welcome you, Chicago, uh, Oregon, Alabama, Utah, Missouri. Thank you all over the place. Thank you for listening worldwide. And we're live today. I also want to tell you get over to mypillow.com, but you knew I was going to say that. Get some Get some products now from mypillow.com. What a great support they've been to the show just like all my sponsors, they're just amazing people and they care about you and they actually care about your liberty. What a great company. Exposing the fraudulent election every day. And also you can get up to seventy five percent off if you just use my name. So go to mypillow dot com forward slash Kate. What a great idea for Christmas gifts. What a great idea! The best sheets you've ever owned in your life—cool, crisp cotton sheets that stay that way even after you wash them. Towels and Uncle Milty will tell you personally the slippers <laughs> are amazing.
0: Yes, they <laughs> it's are. It's like
1: walking on clouds, and I just—I have to echo that sentiment. And my husband loves the—the the huge robe. I mean, it is just amazing robe. And they just have great products. The my—and if you're gonna—if you want to cut snoring, get the My Pillow pillow for twenty bucks. And blue label or green label, and you'll cut snoring immediately. It is amazing how well it works. So the blue label or green label. Anyway, go to MyPillow.com uh, forward slash Kate, or you can just use the code Kate to get up to 75% off. It's the biggest thing they've ever done uh, for you. So um, back to, uh, we're live today. And uh, by the way, in the last five days, we've reached about 500,000 replay listens of the show Wow. after the show is over. That's pretty amazing, so thank you. In five days. Half a million in five days. Uh, our guest is Dr. Meryl Nass, and I'm so happy to have her. Uh, hat tip, Mike, thank you for getting uh, Dr. Meryl Nass on the show. And we're talking, she's a biological warfare epidemiologist, expert in anthrax, uh, you name it, she's probably doing it, internist, um, and I'm, I'm happy to have you. And we need to talk about, uh, you know, children, and we're talking about smallpox right now because... Bill Gates just announced that in his crystal ball that he can see that it'll be dropped at an airport somewhere and people are getting nervous about it. We've done shows on Saracena, um, and uh, you can get that information on the notes at katedalyradio.com. That's a plant extract. And uh, just your final thoughts on, on the whole smallpox uh, scare right now, Dr. Nast.
2: Well, as I said, Smallpox, the boogeyman of smallpox has been used to um, cause the United States government to buy a lot of product, some of it from uh, friends of uh, top Democrats. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, you can vaccinate people up to four days after an exposure, and that will prevent smallpox from occurring. So now... Uh, I always thought that was great, and we have enough vaccine for smallpox to vaccinate everybody in the U.S. However, these
1: days, yeah. I'm frightened. Yeah, I wouldn't take Good. it. <laughs> There's no way. So, yeah, it's a different problem. Very, very sad, but I would not trust them. I wouldn't trust them to babysit my goldfish. So, yeah, that's I, I just wouldn't, uh, Uncle Milty.
0: So, if we were vaccinated young with mm-hmm. a smallpox vaccine. Is, is a new version of smallpox going to overcome that vaccination?
2: Well, that's a good question. Yeah. It, it depends how new,
1: you know, what have they done to it? Mm-hmm. It certainly might. Well, it seems like, well, all the vaccines now aren't vaccines. They're just gene therapy. So they've gone a totally different direction than what we even think of a typical vaccine. But who knows? I mean, I guess we haven't, we haven't had something like that um, dropped on us and... Uh, that'll be very, very interesting. I also, I also wanted to talk about informed consent. I know you speak about this dispensing with informed consent. What is making this possible? Because when I was in the hospital with my husband, I, 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 think there's a script for the doctors, but it goes like this. Hey, there's this new drug called, uh, uh remdesivir and it's safe and effective. And I thought, how do you know it's safe and effective? Because it's been on the market for about a second and it failed the Ebola study. (laughs) So I'm not quite sure you can stand there and say that. And that is even on the positive side of even trying to tell you anything about it. Not the positive side, but at least they're, they're saying something. What we're finding now is they're not saying anything at all. And so informed consent's really out the window because they're not mentioning anything. What are your thoughts on informed consent and how they're dealing with it now? The
2: FDA regs have been trying to um, reduce the need for informed consent over the last maybe 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I won't go into the details. It's it's too weedy. Mm-hmm. But um, what's happened since COVID appeared is that the federal government is trying to pr- pr- pretend that informed consent does not exist. Now, the statute... The, EU, the statute that made EUAs possible, which was initiated in 2005, states very clearly that if it's an EUA product, which means it's experimental, it mm-hmm. is unlicensed, you cannot sue the manufacturer, it, it, you have the right to refuse. You don't get a formal informed consent like you do if you're going to have surgery where you have to sign your name and mm-hmm. you have to... A piece of paper which tells you the risks of the procedure. So, but they were very specific. They knew that informed consent still mm-hmm. exists in two thousand five, and they tell you in the statute you have to tell people what is known, the risks and the risks and benefits, potential risks and benefits, um,
1: alternatives to the product has mm-hmm. to be told. Can they and say they have- simply don't know, like they didn't know, like, oh, don't look at me. I didn't know. I mean, aren't they required to know that information if it can be found by anybody like me? Exactly.
2: Well, not only do they, what are we talking If we're talking about remdesivir, uh-huh. you know, the FDA went through a, a bullshit process and gave it an EUA and then gave it a license. Mm-hmm. Even though WHO says don't use it, you know, most of the rest of the world is not using it. Um. You know, anybody who looks at the literature says it doesn't really, it doesn't work. It might work in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's an IV, you have to give it IV. So that means people have to be in the hospital. um, And you're supposed to give it for five days in a row, you know, unless somebody gets dramatically better and and can leave beforehand. So you can't give it early in the illness, but that might be the time when it might have some efficacy, but late in the illness, it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to have much. Are the...
1: Um, are they required, though, as doctors to know the research? I found that doctors don't read very much, and so they're just told what, what they have to know, I guess, in the standing in the hospital room when talking about a drug. What worries me is they don't do study. They don't read. So I, as a citizen, could probably find it. But then they, if they don't know, is that is that cushion enough that, oh, I just didn't know? I mean, aren't they required to know or at least find out to tell the patient? Um, no, people
2: like me who are Mm -hmm. are generalists Uh are supposed to a little bit about a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. And, um, malpractice holds you to a standard that you just have to be as good as the average in your area. Right. So if most doctors don't know, you don't need to know anything either. Um, I would say that there is some uh something psychological that has been happening to doctors they've been beaten down you know they were made to become secretaries they had to type their own notes they kept having new regulations imposed on them telling them how they were supposed to practice medicine Mm -hmm. so they came into this pandemic feeling demoralized and and subsequently they've been scared out of their wits they're being paid well Mm -hmm. they didn't Oh, if the you know somebody with covid was going to kill them they have been told over and over again they can't use these drugs that are the effective drugs mm-hmm. they you know they can't use vitamins they can't use supplements they haven't been told why these are all safe drugs safe supplements. i mean what's wrong with so, vitamin c for example they can't right. use they can't use these simple things on patients in the hospital or out yeah. because it, for, go ahead. they're very dangerous for covid now come
1: on yeah if you're talking life-threatening condition Mm -hmm. you know but after two years you would know it wasn't so after two years is there any excuse for a person in the medical field to not be trained in the immune system or not recognize we have immune systems or act like we're in an airborne plague in the hospitals but not anywhere else in america do you know what i mean like i i'm stunned to see doctors act like they've never been to medical school and they don't know anything about the immune system have you been stunned by this I have, and
2: I—I I mean, it's either brainwashing, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, you no, know, I—they're—they're they're not. Either they're not capable of using logical thought, right? And knowledge that they already have, or they are so frightened to step out of line at this point that they don't allow themselves to to use. Yeah. I mean, they—they they seem to be, you know, sleepwalking and and treating patients by rote with these you know, inane treatments, and not only for COVID, but it seems like for anything else. I mean, I had several patients come to me today and tell me stories about how their doctor, you know, wouldn't pay attention to, like, one had Legionnaire's disease Mm -hmm. this summer, And the doctors couldn't pay attention to him because they were just, you know, gobsmacked.
1: (laughs) Everybody has COVID. (laughs) All I see is COVID, like I see dead people. And so that is so true, though. I've seen that, too. And everything is the urgent COVID, although after two years, I mean, I don't know how anyone could think it's an airborne pathogen of a plague proportion, but they do. That scares me about the whole medical profession in general right now. But I also wanted to ask, too, is the general waiver now kind of the new little cover, the new little umbrella? umbrella that they can put a lot of stuff in, for instance, could they give somebody a vaccination under the general waiver, even though you would choose not to without telling you? I'm not sure what you're asking. So if if I went into the hospital and I signed the general waiver, does that give them carte blanche? The gen- to, like waiver? the general waiver for care that they give you? Would that oh, now, would that be the new coverage no. for giving me a shot save I don't know about? No, No, they
2: can't just stick a needle in you okay. without... Meant to, discussing it with you at some, okay. you know, minimal level. No, I mean, if you were in the military, they might. Yeah, but yeah,
1: uh, no, not not in the civilian world. Okay, okay. Well, that's good to know because I, I, I I've worried about that. I I know that they're doing the monoclonal antibodies. There are different kinds of monoclonal antibodies. I recognize that, but it's just been very interesting. I know they get paid quite a bit right now for doing that, so that's been a little hard to watch. <laughs> so, I just yes. you know, people
2: aren't getting told. Uh, yeah. Most of the doctors um, no longer have their own practices, so they mm. are employees yes. of hospitals. Good point. They don't make money individually giving mm-hmm. remdesivir or, right. or monoclonal, but the hospital does. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep someone in the hospital five days to give them remdesivir, remdesivir may cost three thousand, but yeah. every day in the hospital is probably at least three thousand. Oh
1: yeah. So I had it, I know, had the- five days and it was seventy grand. <laughs> and yeah. All they did was give exactly. vitamins. <laughs> so. exactly. Those are some expensive vitamin C's. I'll tell you that uh, seventy thousand dollars later. And so, uh, when we come back, I, I, I we have about a minute, and wanted to know if you wanted to address a little bit. If there's anything more on that, please tell us. I don't want to skip to another topic unless we've <clears throat> covered that one. But the illegal the illegality of many aspects of this vaccine, as well, is very important um, that we understand what's happening here. Uh, I, so what?
2: the hospitals was that the hospitals no longer felt the need to really discuss treatments with patients they just told them you get remdesivir you know or nothing yeah and in colorado now they they can throw out patients say we don't have room for you if you're not vaccinated now these are unethical procedures mm. that would that are illegal right but they are being pushed throughout the country so somebody has given the okay to hospitals to behave in these new ways i can't tell you what happened i but think it was the prep happened. act
1: i think it was the prep act the prep act was quietly changed and amended on february 6 of 2020 to include these covid measures and once they did once they said if you follow the nih protocol to the letter and do not deviate from it then you don't have the tort liability and I think beyond and even beyond malpractice so I actually think that that little change before we even named COVID-19 was to them vital be right back
0: Lines are open.
1: Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that. And he was the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the support your Immune function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedallyradio.com.
0: For now, call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Dally Show.
2: And I feel the nears faded as my jeans. Bobby found a diesel down just before it rained. And rode us all the
1: way into New Orleans. Back here with you. I pulled my heart pulled Oh, yeah. Little Janis Joplin for you. There you go. And uh, me and Bobby McGee. Love it. Uh, I love the bumpers. I swear. Uh, Welcome back. Kate Daly show live today. And uh, we are not bought and sold media. We get to do this every day. We're one of the very, very rare, probably 10 shows in America that are actually live on the air and can say what we want to say. And God bless America for that. Let me just tell you. And bless the stations that carry me. Because I'll tell you what, it's, it's very, very rare. So thank you for, for those that donate to the show. Thank you for the, the wonderful sponsors that we get to talk about. Balance of Nature being one of them. Balance of Nature is a whole food. You're going to find a lot of things out there with a lot of synthetics in them and stuff. No, Balance of Nature is a whole food. 31 whole foods in every daily serving. 31 vegetables and fruits. Go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code word Kate, get the product. 35% off and free shipping when you put in my name. K-A-T-E, so simple. Get that product and be taking it all the time. You need to shore up for what's coming. Honestly, and I'm being very literal in that you need to absolutely get healthy for what's coming. Um, we have uh, Dr. Uh, Merrill Nasson with us. And we're so happy to have her. One of the very, very few doctors speaking out, trying to let people know that there's a there's like like Brian Artis said, there's a there's maybe 500 doctors in the country that truly get this and all the rest are drinking the Kool-Aid and it's been really hard. And I just appreciate these doctors that I have on the show. So thank you, Dr. Nass. I really appreciate having you on. And you wanted to make a point about the prep act that I just talked about that was changed for the COVID-19 protocol.
2: Yeah. So the prep
1: from 2005.
2: Whoops. Are you there? uh, Oh, there you go. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so It is based on providing manufacturing liability for drugs, um, ventilators, tests, anything that an EUA is issued for. And this is issued Mm -hmm. by FDA. Okay. Um, The EUA is an emergency use authorization. These products are all considered experimental. There is no manufacturer liability unless you could prove willful misconduct, and you had the permission of the Secretary of HHS, which is the person that makes these declarations, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) who makes the declarations under the Prep Act, um, allows you to sue the manufacturer. So no, no manufacturer (laughs) Uh sued. But there, but there's, but so within that protection you know manufacturers of these products can do whatever they want basically and if they don't test them if they don't know there's a problem then they can't be sued for it but there's something else going on which is that hospitals no longer feel compelled to actually listen to family members right um so if if someone comes from a nursing home who is not really competent the the doctors can often make their own decisions about how to treat them and Uh, I've heard of two people who needed a kidney transplant who were refused to be put on a list, interviewed, to go through the process to get to the point of getting a kidney transplant because they refused to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And there are, there has been a lot of talk about kidney dialysis centers refusing to dialyze people who've refused to be vaccinated and um, hospitals refusing services, refusing admissions um, to those who refuse to be vaccinated or potentially for any other purpose that the public health authorities and the state, the state governments determine, you know, are valid. Mm-hmm. Now, these are not lawful. These no laws have been, you know, passed to do this. Right. Um, many states, the the led in my state, the legislature was sent home so they couldn't right. <laughs> by the governor. So the governor could keep, and the and the uh, Department of Human Services could keep the pandemic going. They just
1: issue declarations that, yeah, we're we're under an emergency. Right, but you know that- what? Fear isn't a law, and they keep thinking that it is. I fear you, so therefore I can do what I want. Fear isn't a law. Fear isn't a reason. They cannot do what they're doing based on fear and unjustifiable fear. Because I can look around. I know there's no airborne plague going on. So that's amazing that they're using fear as a law, basically, right? To say you're unvaccinated, so you can't come in the hospital. You don't have a mask on, even though I'm wearing one. That's not good enough, so you can't come in. That's amazing.
2: Well, I don't know what they're using. I don't know what legal justification, obviously, because many places are doing this. And hospitals used to be scared to death of a lawsuit. I mean, they would do anything to avoid a lawsuit. Many hospitals have ombudsmen just to go around and make their customers happy, um so something has happened in in the in the federal system that has told hospital you know uh-huh. administrators that they can get away with this kind of behavior.
1: Uncle Milty has uh, a question for you. Uh,
0: I'm just curious if you ever wonder if any of these modern day doctors ever took the hippocratic oath seriously.
2: Hmm. Well, exactly. Uh Jeez. you know, and and the first do no harm. But I, as I say, they are all talking to each other. There is tremendous cross I have a child who's a physician at a, mm-hmm. in a large practice, at a large hospital. And um, were he to believe what I believe, he would not be mentally capable of going into work every day.
1: Jeez. That's so hard to hear. I mean, it's so, it, I, I swear what's up is down and down is up and I don't know what yeah. happened to us. Yeah. Yes, huh.
2: exactly. Gosh. Exactly. Exactly.
1: It's very, very frustrating. We might see a lot of underground, over uh, above ground clinics crop up. We might see a lot of unvaccinated doctors and nurses and techs more than willing to start up clinics that would get the approval of the majority of Americans in this country and their dollars. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll see that system crash as a new system emerges of people that are not going to play ball with us.
2: Yes. Um, right now, of course, the state does the licensing, so they are trying to they can control that. You know, governors can appoint people mm-hmm. to licensing boards and just start taking away nurses and doctors' licenses. Almost all the doctors I know that speak out have had their licenses threatened. Um, have had been many have been fired from jobs. And Paul Merrick, the who had been the head of intensive care medicine at the Eastern Virginia Medical School, mm-hmm. had his little deny him the opportunity to treat patients with the drugs that work for COVID. And he saw patients dying, and now he has brought suit against his hospital to try and turn this around. Let me guess, now, they were he-
1: dying on the ICU, in the ICU, because the only people really that are dying are um, ICU ventilator remdesivir patients. Right. Yeah. Right. They're not peeling off dead on the sidewalk. They're the, the, no. A real plague would cause that. So it's unbelievable. No. Oh. Only in Chinese videos. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that you're right. You're right about that, and so that's the only place people don't. Don't people find that suspect? I mean, mm-hmm. you would think doctors would find that suspect. Hey, they're only dying in my ICU when they have the vent and remdesivir. What do you know? I mean, you would think they would come to you a conclusion think. or something. Yes.
2: Well, we are putting many fewer on ventilate. I say we. I should. I'm not sure. I should even you know yeah. consider myself. Part of the brotherhood and sisterhood anymore, but Mm -hmm. um, uh, other methods of getting oxygen into patients that are more benign than ventilating a COVID patient are being used. Right. Um, But remdesivir, you know, Fauci wanted
1: remdesivir. Oh yeah, he picked it in January early on. Yeah.
2: Yes, remdesivir was his his baby. And the NIH guidelines panel that chose remdesivir were tremendously, there were about 16 with financial nice. entanglements with Gilead, the manufacturer.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's,
2: and they were handpicked by, you know, the co-chairs. That same were with Regeneron,
1: NIH- right? Same with Regeneron, the, the, what they're using, yeah. the lab-created... Uh- Antibodies that they're trying to shove in everyone's arm, too. I mean, it sounds like uh, he was he was handpicking these before. Did you have a yeah. question on am uh, Not a Uncle question, a but question. you
0: know, when we had Dr. Vladimir Kalenko on, uh-huh. Zelenko? Ma- Zelenko? yeah, I'm sorry. He made the uh, comment that of all his physician friends who would not give their patients ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, still had it stored for their own families admittedly <laughs> so it's not that they don't know what's going yeah. on what
1: do you think
2: that that's you know so that's the most shocking of all mm-hmm. If you would if you have it for your family you have to give it to your patients um it's been said uh, maybe it was zelenko who said it that um one to two hundred members right. of congress right or
1: staff have i've for covid so moving um, forward we should have our stash <laughs> and then what 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 do you see what do you see moving forward how do you see things progressing, what should we be doing to counter this? Because I know that we can think of things that would be very beneficial, that would help us along the way. And also to create systems, like I said, you know, where we're creating, you know, new clinics and things like this and changing the way the system does business and not letting them do this to us. What, what do you say moving forward? What should everybody be doing or be aware of?
2: Well, I think you're right. that if, if we can create new, ways of practicing medicine and, health, and uh, you know, pushing forward to mm-hmm. improve people's health right. rather than being, uh, you know, a, a sick care rather than health care, that'd be wonderful. I, what I've seen in my neck of the woods is that people who feel differently about this, who see things clearly, feel very alone. And I think getting them together is important, getting them to see that actually there are many, many people, most of whom have kept their mouths shut, who feel the same way right and once, once these um you know, people who are very quiet um realize that there's you know half the population agrees with them yeah. they will then jump on the bandwagon i think so i think it's really important to for for me in particular i don't wear a mask unless mm-hmm. i'm forced to mm-hmm. i tell everybody what i think mm-hmm. i give them the re- you know if they're willing to hear it you know, I I think that we have, and we have to call a spade a spade. We are in, you know, the matrix. I mean, the government is acting in a way to harm us. It is suppressing the drugs we need, the kinds of treatments we need. It's harming people who, are, who find ways to get us out of this. It's been lying since the beginning about the statistics. Um, and, you know, again, there will become a time when, all of a sudden, everyone's going to turn around, and it's the hundredth monkey phenomenon, and we all agree. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be over, yeah. you know. So we just need to get to that point when people say, "No more! This mm-hmm. is nonsense. The the policies you've enacted make no sense at all, and they've been harming us." We've right now, since the, since it's admitted that the vaccine cannot prevent infection or transmission, there can be no herd immunity with vaccination.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Therefore. The justification for vaccination, vaccine mandates does not exist. There is no logical, scientific, medical justification.
1: You're right. There's you know, no justification for this experimental no. shot in the middle of a trial that they're making everybody do. And when I say making, I mean identifying. I guess we have a whole new gender, and it's called I, I identify as a government contractor. And this government contractor is three steps removed, but now I'm that so I can follow the order, so don't blame me in the companies, right? And so they do. N- they they have no legal stance to do this whatsoever. And I was informed, too, that when they say sign this form, you're signing your life away to take the shot so they're not responsible and no one should be signing that when these right. companies but do that they don't, even sign.
2: they don't even require you to sign you just show up give them your arm no I'm mean, just to the sign
1: companies because of the mm-hmm. Act. right
2: yeah it's 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 very shocking um, and people don't know what their rights are yeah people people absolutely cannot legally according mm-hmm. to the law which we we had enforced in the United States still exists. Mm-hmm. You cannot be forced to take an experimental product, and everything under EUA is experimental. And that includes all all the PCR tests. Yep,
1: mm-hmm. the little fraudulent forty round. <laughs> 40 cycled up little tests that gives you basically nothing except yeah you have got a body um, so I'm just so shocked by it all every single day you should see if I could say the words that are in my mind I would not be allowed on the air and uh, I just I thank you for being outspoken because I'm serious there's a few doctors that I trust that I rely on and there's there's too few of you guys and too many of the other kind and I just hope people seek out doctors like you that will tell the truth well thank you yeah i just yeah it's just just it's it's sad and and you know what though we were born for this time we will get through this and yep. we will we will be we have ingenuity ing, ingenuity we will absolutely figure out different roads to take so that we can um get through this madness i know we and will. don't lie if enough people who disagree don't comply, mm-hmm. it will all fall apart. You're right. You're right. Every single company needs uh, needs to start talking. You need to start talking to other employees. Mm-hmm. It's okay to talk about politics now. Now you get the green light in society. Please do it because you're gonna have to in this because they've politicized it. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to find out who's who's for who's an actual American. Dr. Merrill Nass. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Pleasure meeting you. Wow. Well, and we'll be right back. We'll be talking about the border with the former U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Don't go anywhere because you're not going to want to miss the next hour. Be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com for the replay of this. Be right back. this is kate make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. you're going to get special deals from my patriot supply and a payment plan isn't that amazing you can do this on payments which makes it easier on the budget but make sure you have a food supply make sure you're um, adding to that food supply all you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. thanks you guys